Welcome, Pathfinders, to the Find the Path podcast actual play of the Mummy's Mask Adventure Path, episode 57. The one where Onuris does not want to do this. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't think any of us want to do this. I was going to say, sorry, this is the one where Onuris doesn't want to do this, part seven. Yeah. <laughs> also, also, the one where we hopefully don't have Onuris say, I told you so. Because <laughs> he was the one who was like, You're, we're probably going to die. That'll be Onuris' dying action. That will. <laughs> I told no, you his so. No, di- his dying action is. I told you so. I told you so. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Bill Murray side from Zombieland. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. So when last we had left our heroes, you had exited the Pyramid of Arithmetic Bliss, Which wherein you had been confronted name. by the three most incompetent members <laughs> of the Cult of the Forgotten Pharaoh. Who could not roll anything to hit and only damaged you because they explode. <laughs> they were real sassy. And if we had made our saves, it wouldn't have even done I will that. point out that I took I no damage. I know you took no damage. I took one point of damage. On yours also took no the points took of damage. Points. That's because you weren't in melee range. The cat took three points of damage. What did you take? Three? Five? Uh, six. Six? Yes, okay. The only thing that they managed to accomplish was probably make Citra feel a little bad about potentially having caused their deaths. Yeah. But it's more kind she of a suicide bad. explosion. It's weird because Segura hasn't killed anyone in this adventure, but you've definitely killed two people. I, I have killed one. I don't think we're counting exploding people as Oh, as wait, no, thoughts. I did kill the one. I killed the one that I hit. Yeah. Segura has one. You killed two people in that fight, Citra. No, no. I just put them in negatives and then they chose <laughs> yeah, to see, explode. Their cult killed them. Count. That's a conspiracy theory. Their own stupid decisions killed them. <laughs> they have that. I think there's actually a feat like that for something that lets you actually explode on death. I don't remember if it's like an that's alchemist. Mean. Yeah, that's, that's the feat they have. Yeah. They have a feat that lets them explode. The Red yeah. Mantis assassins also do something similar if they're high enough in yeah. their prestige class. They're so strange. Well, they also have one that just lets them turn to mist. Anyway. Yeah. Plus- Cit- Citra kept asking, do you guys really want to do this? Are we're, you sure you want to do this? We're following Serenray and rules here where we're like, we're going to offer you a chance to surrender. And if you don't, we're just going to murder you. And none of Citra's us just a her. good person. I believe the code is redeem them by the word or the sword. Exactly. That's a, good- That's a much more succinct way of saying Citra what I has said. no idea who Serenray really is. Like, she's heard the name, but. You don't even she's know. A major deity. Yeah, if you can take say, 10 on an Aldridge religion and get a 10, yeah, you know she knows like the basics, you should also but know she doesn't know she's like the god of the Kadirans and like they did they subjugate us with yeah. that's why Onuris hates hates uh Serenray and really does not like that cleric that yeah, also hates it. Onuris is full of blood. It's kind of like whenever you're talking about major religions though, that usually only the higher up people really know anything about that religion. The everyday like poor people kind of just follow a general mythos, but don't really know a whole lot. Yeah. And sit, that's kind of where Citra was for the longest time. Yeah, she's a sun god horse, a sun god, I don't know, maybe the same. What? <laughs> Do you I, was flies I was trying to make Heather mad, but she didn't really react. No, I looked she at did. you. <laughs> she's, she's doing the lean. I was like... <laughs> she's doing the lean around the mic. What? Did you just <laughs> sun god. Anyway. Yeah, and Ra piggyback right on the back of a giant falcon through the sky every morning. <laughs> They're besties, like, for realsies. I doubt it. I don't know. fish bumps and laughing at the people dying of heat stroke. <laughs> <laughs> so we make our way across to yes, the noble district. you had district. gone. You had, uh, sadly, I think probably upsetting a great deal of our, uh, our listener base, decided not to go into the dance hall of ultimate death. I don't got time for no dance hall of death. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of those moments where we point out the fact that Whenever the GM is saying things like ultimate death on the names of things and his uh, skin blocked blades and the only person to survive it was deaf, uh, dumb, mute. One legged. Or yeah, one legged (laughs) and like could barely, was barely coherent. And we're like, no, we should definitely avoid that instead of being like, there's probably good silver in there. We're past silver here, guys. We're in gold land. (laughs) (laughs) We're not that kind of murder hobo. This is in second edition. We're not in a silver base. We're not allowed to steal anything anyway because Onuris is here. That, and I guess duty. And also it's bad. Oh, I guess yeah. it's bad. Bad luck. Bad, so, bad juju. <laughs> you made your way over. You retrieved the faded. You took them to the noble section of the city, Vizier's Hill. There's a few instances of minor possession. It was weird. Uh, just brush that aside. It's getting more common, and that's problematic. This is because it's her home turf. Maybe. It's true. Yeah. It's useful information, kind of, maybe. Uh, I don't know. It's just more like weird when I was a girl trivia, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> Hey, it may come in handy. We know that a seamstress lived in the place where they were going. There's going to be needles. And she made that dress that we restored <laughs> and sold. There's going to be needles. <laughs> There's going to be a pit full everybody of ghost watch, needles. Yeah, everybody watch out for that tetanus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You met with the dark creepers, which are the little ones outside. They're so cute. They're fun. They had introduced you to their leader, the dark stalker known as Unwrapped Harmony. 
Mm-hmm. She was all right. She had informed you Intense. that I might have been a little bit vague. And so I will say that she probably would have given you a little bit, bit more of a heads up because you guys did chat a little bit over dinner. She did state that her former apprentice, a man by the name of Gaunt Cadaver. I know. Terrible name. You know he was going to go bad as soon as he got that right? name. I'm that's just saying. That's why an evil person's name. I think they choose their own names. Oh, that's why. That's a sign. Yeah. Yes. A man by the name of, uh, how do you say, uh, Lord Voldemort. (laughs) (laughs) Evil McEvilson. The group had met, had talked with her. She informed you that her apprentice went bad. She did state that he was nobility in comparison to the Dark Creepers. He is is not a dark stalker like she is, but a dark slayer, which is another subset. And they have a very wide ranging genetic diversity. Weird. And... There's a weird dimorphism where some of them are six feet tall and some of them are like three feet tall. Weird. Uh, so would we be able to roll on what a dark slayer is to get kind of an idea of what his innate abilities might be? You can. We'll get to that here in a second. Okay. You then decided, much to on your assist chagrin, mm-hmm. that your only option would be to march over there and give this guy what for before he <laughs> potentially had more undead tomorrow to kill you with. Yeah, see here, buddy. We're going to go over here and tell you you can't be making undead in this town. Oh, yeah. sorry. I challenge you to about the fisticuffs. All right. Throw on a glove. <laughs> <laughs> I challenge you to do this, sir. Good day. Good day, sir. I said good, good day. Good day. <laughs> Jordan and I will just carry on with this. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the posh, upper, early 1900s gentleman society. <laughs> You thought you were here for Mummy's Mask. But we're, actually, we're sipping cognac and smoking cigars. We'll save all of this for War for the Crown. And anyway. oh, man. oh, man. War for the Crown. I'm going to slap so many people with gloves in War for the Crown. Me too. I'm going <laughs> to carry around all the To distract gloves. a man, all you had to do is let your hair down and take your glasses off and swing it around. <laughs> or have, like, an ankle exposed. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my. I'm sorry, ma'am. You're not completely covered. Anyway. Uh, anyway, <laughs> now that we've had a little fun with that, and just uh, for clarification, we are not in any way claiming we're that we're doing a War for the Crown. <laughs> We're not I like committing. That, I like that we're having to put disclaimers now. It's like that's not that saying could be our that we're home actually game. doing this one. That could be our home game. You don't know. <laughs> let us let us know if you'd like it. I'm Fair pretty well. sure that people have already said yes, they would. Yes, we've gotten a lot for that. We'd be uh, good. It would be. I did have a thought though that if we are successful in this, they said they would help us with whatever, right? Have them go find little snakelet. Oh, yeah. That's a really good idea, actually. That's a good idea. All yeah. right, we'll keep that in our back pockets. I'll go back and listen to the episode, but I don't think it was an open-ended, will help you with anything, period. It, it is off- now. They offered to provide you with, with information, information and safety. which might include where the snake lettuce. It's Who imperative. knows? They might actually know. Are you just trying to kill the ass? Because that's what it feels like. I on, think on yours I'm could care less about this guy. I'm trying to provide you with a moral guy. quandary. So I, I feel like you're not blame him for what his daddy does. <laughs> no, it's just on yours is like we have... Three days to do. We have four days total now. We are we're on the second day, so we have but two days he's... after this. We don't have time to look for this hole. And you don't mask. know he's a hole. <laughs> also, he Sudi made guy. a promise, and he really wants. Sudi made a promise promises. to try, and we did. We have we not really, really tried. I don't really. know if I would say we we've barely given it. tried. I don't even know if we've given it the old college try, much <laughs> less a real try. Besides, <laughs> Citra doesn't feel good about leaving anybody in this city. <laughs> Yeah, we're apparently the Marines. We leave no one behind. Well, I mean, we'll see. Like, well, we can look for him, but if we don't find him, that's a different story. Yeah, you'd made your way out, stepped back out into the streets. (gasps) Tiny little dark folk behind you wave energetically as you make your way off. They're so cute. They're very cute. I love them very much. Nothing can happen. Sign of Phrasma, and then starts limbering up again. Just he's had food. Do some calisthenics. Yeah, he like he like does some stretches. You know, like stretch out his shoulders and like kind of like they all do rotator cuff. Yeah, they start just mimicking it. <laughs> that would be the coolest thing ever. It's Does cute. that happen, Rick? This must be a different version of the spiral phrasma. They start rotating their arms around. <laughs> it's so cute. Oh my god, it reminds me of like it's Stargate for all the oh, people the, there yeah. start like mimicking him when he's like smoking the cigarette yeah, and everything. Yeah. And, he, and then he's like, oh man, this is a bad habit. Like, like, no, 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 no. No, no, don't do that. <laughs> no harm may befall these small, cute creatures. The four of you and... The kits and the, the bird. Yep. There's only one. The companions. The companions. Make your way out into the street. Turn to the west. West? East. Opposite direction. Uh, You turn to the west and then turn back around and go east. Just kind of wave at them. (laughs) We're all just like, Sakira, you're making us look bad in front of the dark creepers. She's all like possessed. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, and this was where my best friend lived. Yeah. We used to sit there and braid one another's hair and stare across the river and think about our wonderful husbands we'd eventually have from the distant noble sections. Dang it, Ersetti. I know you knew everybody in this town, but come on. Focus. Once I had an apple from this cart. 
She just tells you every minute detail of her entire She's life. She's walking along. It's like, there was a shish kebab cart that would park in front of this bench. Just like, what age did you die at? 105? <laughs> the heck? Rude. And she slaps you. <laughs> Next time you watch, walk by the dance hall, she's like, oh, I did dancing classes here. And then goes running into the dance hall. No. Oh. Nope. Nope. I'll get that fight Stop in one way or the other. Stop trying to get in a trap. <laughs> no, all of you turn and make your way off across Vizier's Hill. Any of those of you wish may make me a knowledge local. Oh. Wait, why am I rolling? I don't have knowledge local. <laughs> <laughs> You want to though? I do. I do feel like I should have knowledge. Though. I feel like I should know something. I got a fourteen. Citra, I got a twenty-two. With a fourteen and a twenty-two, you uh, know a lot about this area. Must have read about it. In you Tepu. know, <laughs> both of you have heard of the rumors Uh-oh. of Dark Slayers. Oh, oh, for Dark Slayers. Okay. Yes. Dark Slayers are a relatively rare subrace of the Dark Folk, imbued with malign energies that grant them a suite of deadly spell-like abilities, oh, beyond those no. normally accessible to their kin. Great. They are usually encountered leading small bands of Dark Creepers, and seethe with barely concealed envy of the Dark Stalkers, mm. ever scheming to displace them and claim a Dark Folk tribe of their own. Dark stalkers usually direct the slayers to their own ends, grooming them for use against enemies ever ready to sacrifice a slayer in battle for an advantage, however temporarily. Unlike other dark folk, dark slayers embrace their evil impulses. Their pleasures extend more to murder and pain than minor theft or mayhem. What the heck's she getting him as an apprentice for? Well, she thought she could groom uh, him. uh, Yeah, clearly she's Obi-Wan and he's Anakin. Mm, That was dumb. You were the chosen one, gaunt cadaver. (laughs) (laughs) You were supposed to bring browns to the darkness, not embrace it. Both of you are aware of this. Citra, however, may ask two questions pertaining Mm. towards the dark. I want to know what their spell-like abilities are. Good call. Good call. Their spell-like abilities are... They are constantly able to use the spell to detect magic. Okay. They're going to see us coming from a mile away. Uh, this is a feet. constant <laughs> ability. that It's mm-hmm. always in effect. They yep. don't have to cast it. So they're just going to see it. Cool. They, at will, can cast bleed, oh, weird. chill touch, hmm. darkness, hmm. Oh, boy. and spectral hand. Hmm. Thrice per day, they can cast Day's monster, death nil, and inflict moderate wounds. Death nil. Yuck. Yikes. Special defenses. I want to know how we kill this thing. Special defenses. The Dark Slayer possess no special defense. They do possess a weakness, so I'll go ahead and give that to you since they don't have anything else. They do have light blindness. Anybody got daylight? Uh, Once per day is a spell like ability. Mm. Oh, wait, you do have daylight? I'm an Azamar. Azamar powers ignite. I don't know what your specific (laughs) Azamar powers are. There's like 800 powers an Azamar can have. It's true. This one doesn't have cat ears. He's just an Azamar. He doesn't have one of the angel blooded or any of that kind of shenanigans. Oh, he's not like a. He's got some special shenanigans, but anyway. The normal shenanigans. Daylight will totally blind them. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. That is what you know pertaining towards the Dark Slayer. Light will definitely be our friend in this fight. Does that mean he's like vulnerable to light for like searing light? No, it doesn't inflict additional damage. It's kind of like how the drow are blinded and sudden exposure to bright light. Blind is good. I apologize to my listeners. I commonly say drow. I know it is technically pronounced dro. I hate that way that sounds. I know. Yeah, it doesn't sound good. I'm the same way. I grew up saying drow. Yeah. I'm not going to be able to break that. But in official paizo, it is pronounced dro. Because I remember they had a small header section that just said, Rhymes with bow. I don't like it. And, and yeah, about. well, I'm homebrewing my pronunciation to be drow because yeah. drow sounds stupid. I mean, I'm also I'm also the, this is the southern pronunciation. <laughs> you make up Things. fantasy words, you get weird pronunciations. That is the deal. That's just how it goes. Mm-hmm. Anywho, yes, you march your way through the city streets. After some time, you make your way down towards the Kewa Villa. I do want on her to kind of take a flyby. Very well. Go ahead and make me a perception check. He gets a 21. Unhurt flies, makes his way off in the direction of the villa. Uh, you watch as you march your way down the streets to approach closer as he circles widely over the structure. It appears to be behind a large wall. Uh, and even from this distance, you can see some of the structure. It's large, although it doesn't appear to be multiple floors. More a wide, spread out, single floor structure. The bird circles around the building three times before selling back in your direction. Eventually, he spins back down and alights on your shoulder. See anything of interest? No one outside. Windows. Boarded up. Doors. Boarded up. Two in front. Two in rear. Didn't see any way in. Unboard doors. 
<laughs> and we're just over here listening to them going. No, it's not like that at all. It's the same thing as speak with master, like for a familiar. We're just talking in a language that nobody else can understand. I'm not squawking at my bird. It could sound like squawking. That's GM discretion on what it sounds like. I am not squawking at my bird. <laughs> I think you're squawking at your bird. You don't think you're squawking at your bird. To you, you're probably it's talking. Like, it's like, like being a parcel accent. tongue, except yeah. you're like a bird tongue. No. Parcel tongue. Like, cheep, 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 cheep. Cheep, cheep. I don't know. That's weird. It's rock bird. <laughs> there are holes in the ground. Large holes. Digging holes. Like they're looking for something? He shrugs his bird wings. Uh. <laughs> it sounds like the whole structure has been boarded up. Well, they're scared of the light or whatever, right? That would make sense. So let's go and board all the windows. Oh. Let the oh, light shine in. Well, that takes too long. That's also a good way to alert them that we're coming. I'm pretty sure they're going to know what this one, as she points to Onuris in his armor. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but if they're not too easy to onboard, it would give us an advantage. Make yeah. it easier to withdraw if we have to. Oh, that's true. But how do you unboard windows quietly? You don't. Well, that's the whole point I was saying. We're not really going to be able to sneak up on them very well. Well, as soon as they see us, why wouldn't they just, like, attack us or something? I like to think that Sudi says, I don't, and then immediately has flashbacks, like, kicking his feet through boards during monk training. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to kick so many boards. <laughs> I just still don't think he can do it. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have Mr. Miyagi sitting there, like... Wax on, wax off. I, yes. seen, I haven't seen Karate kick a Kid in, like, a decade, so... <laughs> I need to go rewatch that. Three Ninjas was better. He kicks Ooh. his foot through a couple of the boards, and then he's like, light the other ones on fire, and then I'll kick them through. <laughs> I don't know about better. Different. Better. Going back in the Wayback Machine again. <laughs> I don't know. We got to focus, guys. We gotta, uh, we're like, having a real problem. Let's just we've start got, this like, day fire. So we're going. We're going. We're going in. You make your way to the grounds through the White Gate. The grounds here are more expansive. Despite the years that have passed, despite the environment here, the ground this close to the river it's still fertile enough. There must be a water source here somewhere, something closer nearby. Either that or it's somehow fed from the, the yearly floods, uh, although they shouldn't reach up to Vizier's Hill here. Despite all of this, though, there is still a desolate garden here. Any sort of pleasant vegetation has been choked out in the centuries since this place was built by thorny brambles which surround the small noble estate. A large, rundown house rises above the undergrowth in the center of the estates here. Its few windows are boarded up, but still look to be dark and foreboding as you make your way closer. And the plant life clings so tightly to it as to cast the outside walls of the building in perpetual shadow. A path winds its way up to two sets of wide doors set into the front of the structure. A building that, judging by the number of windows and doors that it seems to have had, was at one point probably open and inviting, ready to bring in the, the nobles of the rest of Vizier's Hill. On some level, I'm certain that all of you can only think that that same openness probably spelled their doom when the mm -hmm. Plague of Madness came. I don't know what people would do with all this room. Fill Parties. it with stuff. <laughs> Parties and fill it with stuff. Both of us are just like, what? That's what rich people do, right? They throw parties and have stuff. <laughs> yeah, not Good wrong. <laughs> Definitely not wrong. Uh, you throw parties to show off your stuff. Yeah. All right. So what if I go and I do a kick through the door and we, and we just go in? Okay. What are the holes in the ground for? Making your way over, approaching closer to these. Thorny desert scrub chokes most of the estate. To the point that it's somewhat difficult to actually even navigate your way through, although those of you with the heavier armor can find it a little bit easier as your armor protects you from the scratches and stabs that these would cause you otherwise. Pushing through, you approach one of these holes. This hole is not small. It's nearly four feet in diameter and digs deep into the earth. You may actually make a knowledge nature if you have it. Oh, I have that. Nope. So on your eyes, this hole sideways. Uh, 25. This is an ankeg hole. Ah! <laughs> this is an ankeg hole. Ah! With a Sudi. 25. <laughs> I don't know Sudi. Big ol' ants. I don't think Sudi actually knows what those are, so he can't scream appropriately. Wait until I tell you, my friend. Sagira, you know that an ankeg are an all-too-common plague upon the rural areas of the world. They are horse-sized burrowing monsters generally who generally avoid heavily settled areas like cities, 
but their predilection for livestock and humanoid flesh ensures that they do not keep to their deep wilderness either. They prefer habitat that is rural farmlands, as the loose soil of such regions makes it easier for the creatures to burrow. Mm. Tales speak of larger ankegs that dwell in remote deserts. Such creatures are likely feed primarily on giant scorpions and camels, and rarely come in contact with civilization due to their remote locations. Ankegs resemble immense vermin. Despite that, they are much more intelligent than the typ- typical arachnid, and given time and a talented trader, they could even be trained to serve as mounts or beasts of burdens or guard animals. Oh, guard animals. Cool. Ah, that seems to be what's happened here. Grand. Oh, yeah, because they're from underground, so they'd be like, yeah, we have my friend, Ankeg. Well, Ankegs. Could we set the trap of some kind? Oh, we don't we'd know anything to, about them. We'd have to know where they'd come up, and they can just burrow through the ground. And so We should probably get inside quickly. Yes. With your knowledge check, you may ask two questions pertaining towards them. Special attacks. What are they? Special attacks. First off, their bite does acid damage. Uh, they are also able to grab targets cool. with their massive pincers. In addition to that, they can spit acid. Gross. Great. Um, spitting a 30-foot line of acid. Hmm. Gross. They can usually only do this once about every six hours. I really don't want to mess with an ankeg and then have to go inside and find a necromancer. <laughs> yeah, this, this seems like bad news um, bears. I guess, but uh, what are their defenses? They don't really possess any special defenses other than the fact that they have multiple limbs and therefore get a plus eight bonus on uh, combat maneuver defense versus trip. Dang. So don't trip them. Yeah, guys, don't trip them. (laughs) Great. I wasn't thinking that. Anybody jump in the hole? Nah. No. Let's go in the building. Let's like just make for the door. (laughs) Now, is it actually boarded up or is it like silver chain style boarded up? (laughs) (laughs) So he goes to kick in the door and it just like swings open. (laughs) (laughs) Approaching the door. Are there traps? Yeah, I'm checking for traps. You may make a perception roll. 21. All right. Looking over the doors, the left of these two doors is overgrown with vegetation. That honestly seems to have done as much as necessary to board that one up. The door on the right here is reinforced, but not boarded up from the outside. The boards here simply seem to have been put in place to actually strengthen the door. It does not appear to be locked or trapped. However, it does not move when you apply pressure to it. It's not locked or trapped, but she kind of shoves on it. It's not moving. Is there a window next to the door? There is a window between this and the other set of doors. Approaching near it, the window has been boarded up. Thick curtains are drawn on the opposite side. In addition to that, the windows have actually been painted black. I have a crowbar. I crowbar the window open. We should just try to kick in the front door Uh, because if we have to flee, we're going to have to make climb checks and all sorts of shenanigans to get out of window. I'm also on team crash through the front door. Cut Uh, yourself over, open over glass and then die. No, thank you. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so Sudi has a 16 strength. (laughs) Thanks for listening to 57 episodes of Sudi fighting. I'm sorry you bled out because of the class. (laughs) Rolls a natural one on acrobatics and it falls. Boom! I get a 23 on my strength check wow. to shove that. <laughs> you really hate doors. I just, I focus my powers and I'm like, hi-ya. Except there's no like, there's no like little like fireball that comes out of it. You imagine there's one You're the though. fireball. I like to think there is. I've heard of monks that can do that. It's like, yeah. So I suppose all of you do the usual. Like we're bantering about it and then Sudi just goes up and kicks it. I have my <laughs> crowbar out. I'm like, I have a crowbar. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'm going to do this thing. Well, and I, I like to think everyone's, you know, Sudi steps forward. He's like, stand back, everyone. And you're like, oh, no, there's goes, another oh, one of those Sudi times. It's like, ah, Sudi's not going to be, boom, the door's open. I've seen Sudi you pick boards. flying kicks, slamming into the door, which shatters under the impact and flies into the room beyond. Yes! You so- would hear a squeak of surprise from someone <laughs> inside as the door glances off before selling into the room beyond. Cool. As Sudi, you stand. Surprise! dramatically silhouetted in the doorway as wood and splinters and dust falls around you. So I guess we're that not de- going for stealth. Or <laughs> that definitely calls for whoever makes the movie of this for slow-mo. Yes, a because a movie is going to be made out of our podcast. Hey, you never know. There, there, there's a chance. There's always a chance. <laughs> the fetid stink of mold, sweat, Gross. and spoiled food clings to the ornate wooden table and chairs in this large hall. A thick layer of dust covers every surface of the room, save where long, ragged tracks have been dragged through the grime. Two sets of double doors exit the chamber opposite of where you've come in. And then there's the two sets of doors that come in from the outside, of which you've just obliterated one. 
Open doorways to both your right and left reveal winding hallways beyond. However, before you can honestly respond yeah. to that, there is a panic Yay. from a trio of dark, small figures. Are they undead? As they would screech, turning back towards you in surprise. I will need initiative from the party. I will give Sudi a surprise attack round. Yes! <laughs> that yes! was a surprising Surprising entrance. entrance. Nobody expects the flying kick monk. <laughs> Perfect twenty, yes! This is my episode, everyone. <laughs> this is the Sudi episode. This is also where all my 20s are going, so everyone else is hanging on the back and Sudi just starts punching his way He's through everyone it. in the building. Are, <laughs> are the little dark stalkery things, are they undead? Other uh, creepers? We'll find Sorry. Out. Sudi's feeling really confident and he like he like kicked the door in and he's like uh, gaunt cadaver. Oh, yeah. Gaunt cadaver, come out to play. The like time the, is up. And then the dramatic, uh, what's that Viking song um, they played in Thor at the beginning? Yeah. Uh, immigrant song. There you go. Okay. <laughs> like immigrant song starts playing, he starts punching through all the undead. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you don't come from the land of the ice and snow. No, no. no. We'd have to have like a... <laughs> a the a, land a, of the sand and wind. Yeah. <laughs> sand and heat? Heat. I don't know. Well, both. There's yeah. Wind. There's lots of wind in a desert. Something like that. Sigur. Oh, yeah. Initiative. I got a 14. <laughs> And Isra got a 24. Dang. She rolled real good. She's like, I can take these guys. They're smaller than me. Mm-hmm. Sudi. Sudi's got a 22. Ready for nice. action. Citra. I got a seven. seven. <laughs> Not ready. I thought you said you rolled a perfect 20. Shouldn't that be a 24? No, I only have a plus two on my decks. Oh. You oh, have a plus thinking. four. Oh, I was thinking. On yours? Never on yours, uh, gets a 20. 20. All right. Unhurt. 24. 24. I think it's the same as Isra. The companions are ready. Isra has a five initiative. Unhurt only has a four. How tall is the ceiling in that room? 15 feet. Keep a little combat music here. Our jam going. It's the Sirenscape. I'm sure I've mentioned this before in the podcast. Like every episode. Yeah, it was like every episode for the first like 25 <laughs> episodes. I don't want them to forget how much we appreciate their hard work. I demand a cameo in one of his things one day. Like, I would love to Just record Just go to PaisoCon and record stuff. Yeah, but then you have to be, like, picked. Oh, uh, that's true. Yeah. Anything <laughs> it's like an audition. I know. I, aud- I auditioned. I didn't get picked, but I, I auditioned. It was I all, swear, I though, that when we were listening to a sound set at one point, I heard what I thought was a Jordan laugh. So I'm thinking you got mixed up in there somewhere. I might. I Maybe. The spacious room inside is filled with pretty much just a large table at the very center of it, uh, surrounded by a large number of chairs, and then some draperies hang around here and there that seem to have been scavenged from elsewhere, or possibly from the land of the living. One of the creatures stands in front of the door. Another creature stands on the far side of the room beyond the table, and the other one stands far off towards uh, the left-hand side of the room past the table. Surprise attack round. Sudi. Yeah! There is bright illumination within five feet of the door. Since you have low light vision, that makes it within 10 feet of the door. And then dim illumination for 10 feet beyond that with your low light vision. Okay. So... So currently the only one out of all... uh, Out of the three figures in there, you can actually see. You can kind of detect movement. You can hear the shuffling and the screeches as they're jumping up from the table. Uh, The only one that you can actually hear is the one that you basically hit with a door. (laughs) All right. I'm going to charge the one at the door. All right. So Sudi darts Whoop. forward into the shadows. Is it so it's dim illumination there you said? Yes, so twenty percent mischance. Alright. Uh so I get a sixty-two on the mischance. Alright. And then the it's a twenty-eight to hit. A twenty-eight will strike your target. Uh for ten points of damage. Jeez. Sudi's feeling pretty good. Yeah, Sudi not messing around in this fight. So you kick through the door, take one glance around, fly forward, and then punch this guy right in the face as he goes stumbling back, screeching out in surprise. Are they dead? I don't think they're, they're He's that still standing. papery. No, no, I mean, are they, like, undead? Uh, I can't see them to really know. Yeah, you're, they're still in dim illumination, but uh, at the very least, it seems to be both surprised, slightly scared, and in pain. All of which would normally not be undead. Wait just a second. Does it bleed? Yeah, but... Then I feel kind of bad about this. Like, I he know. just came in and just, like, punched him. What if they're... Oh, my God. What if the other lady's actually, like, the evil one and these are okay? Yeah. <laughs> what a twist. 
If they're not undead, then... I don't think Tetmanet would give us the name of an evil priest to go that, see. That's true. That's she true. He may not know. <laughs> Unless that but, one was pretending to be here. I don't know. Tetman is pretty up and up on things. Quasin would probably help him out, but I feel bad now that we just came in and punched these poor little guys. <laughs> I was doing like, something dramatic and awesome, and you guys had to ruin it. <laughs> well, I don't know. Round one of combat. Isra. Get him. Give him a chance to surrender. So you issue, you basically point to the door and say, get him. I do say get him, and she runs in there. She Aww. can. She knows Sudi. So she'll so dart horrible. past Sudi and then... Uh, yeah. Close in. She, as a cat, I believe, also has low light vision. Yes. So yes. it's still dim illumination, but she darts into the darkness. Her eyes quickly dilating as she, she springs and knocks over a trio of chairs, sending them flying across the floor. She, unless they're undead, she gets a an eleven. They are not. She gets an eleven. They're not undead. We've been lied to. An eleven will not hit your flat-footed target. Cool. Maybe we should ask them who they serve. Maybe. You'll have a turn. Unhurt. Yeah, I'm last. Oh, sucks Sad. for you. The voice of reason is last. <laughs> he only has low light vision, and for him to like get in there and wing over and everything, he's gonna he's not gonna be able to see. He could wait. Yeah, well he, he could, could get into wait. that first one that's still in the dim illumination and attack with a twenty percent mischance. Yeah, he'll do that. I get a ninety two on the percentile. And he gets a 19 to hit. A 19 will strike his target. As Sudi flies in, punches this guy, a cat grabs onto his leg, and then a bird swoops <laughs> past. He does four points of damage. Viciously raking into this guy's head. He howls out in pain. Sudi. Sudi's confused. Like, he was doing some really cool stuff, but then that thing was, like, in pain. Why aren't you undead? <laughs> so Sudi's going to take a free action to be like, Where's the necromancer? You will not take him. You will not take Mount Cadaver. Not until the Enlightenment. Okay, cool. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, no, that's 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 too, that's too good for Sudi. It's probably more like, wrong answer. Punch, punch, punch. <laughs> um, all right, so Sudi will fall out and attack this guy uh, with his flurry of blows. All right. Go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. Do I non-lethal these guys? You've been non-lethaling everything else. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to non-lethal them. You didn't non-lethal the other thing, did you? The what? the people earlier, did you? No, they're evil cultists. Like, eh. I thought you were doing a whole non-evil thing just with your character. Oh, I, I don't know. I think those guys are redeemable, but it might just be me. Um, <coughs> Hypocrite. Yeah, pretty much. I don't know. Those guys anyway, are pretty ridiculous. Uh, they blow up on command. punching. Yeah, I know. Man, my but dice. But he's so made a point of it this entire game to be non-lethal. Non-lethal 27 to non-lethally punch this guy. <laughs> All right, so you're going non-lethal? Yeah. Non -lethal. I, I, when I thought they were undead, I was punching lethally because it's like, I won't you can't damage. Be yeah. 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 So now I'm like, oops, sorry. Club in the head. Um, so yeah, 27. 20, that will strike your target. For six points of damage. You cold clock him as he stumbles to the side, mutters, Enlightenment, and then falls over. <laughs> Why are you making me feel bad Enlightenment. for knocking this guy out? No, I feel so bad. False god. Oh, I'm the only one, Skyfair. Also, Sudi kind of feels bad because that that was way too easy to knock that guy down. <laughs> you see them. On the plus side, he didn't explode. You should turn. Like, on he killed him. Your disco light. My disco light. Your Phrasma light bulb that you hold and you say Phrasma. Oh, I was like, what do you guys? Light bulb. Okay, yeah. Sudi has a move action remaining. He mutters the activation word to turn on his little. It's a standard action to activate it. Of course it is. He stands there. Yeah, Sudi's just gonna. It doesn't really feel the need to move because I. Do you have a handy haversack? Sure don't. No. So I cannot quickly get that anyway. Or retrieve a torch, because I think you have an ever-burning torch. Yes, I do, but... Uh, that would also be a four-end action, because it's a stored item. Yeah. So, you just kind of bring your fists up and get ready. Yep. On yours. Get blazing. I have dark vision. I'm going to move to the one on the other side of that table. Alright, so on yours, darts into the room, brings into the darkness. Your eyes gleam. Yay, dark vision. And this is obvious. I don't know why I suddenly wanted the dark vision to just be in the one eye, like you have a monocle. But anyway. Uh, that's, <laughs> not, that's not how it works. That works. But it would be works. cool. 
Um, <laughs> cool. so try to make it cool. I thought it'd be cool. No, that's <laughs> like the one eye blazes. No, with light because like then that. my vision as dark vision would suck because I only see out of one eye. Yeah, but then it'd be like a uh, cable. I don't want to be like cable. <laughs> anyway, um, I've come from the future. So this thing's not undead. Nope, it's alive. That is not dead. Which wrong, can't eternal wrong, life. wrong game. Oh, sorry. What is dead may never die. We're the only ones who watch that. <laughs> okay, fine. Game of Pets Materi, I saw the original one. No, this is this Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones reference. Oh, then no, I don't watch that. It's what, a minus two penalty to do non-lethal? Four. No, crap. Onyris rushes into the room, hefts his kopesh. And then pauses. Yeah. Contemplates his life's choices. This is also something I wasn't expecting. <laughs> I wasn't expecting Suda to kick through the door in one kick. No, I wasn't expecting these <laughs> things to be alive. I know, right? Yeah, it's weird. There's no guilt whenever they're undead. It's true. I'll take the minus four penalty and get a two to, on the die, so I get a five to hit. A five will not strike your target as you spring spinning around the corner. Sagira. Uh, I can't really see anything in there, so I guess I'm going to walk into the room and stand near my cat. All right. Uh, you could even move to the square like in front of the cat if you so wished. Can I see anything there? Uh, that's the furthest range of your low light vision. Okay, then sure. So you'd be standing there against utter darkness, but... That's... Uh, I'm about to come in with some light. And then... Sutra, light. Okay. Move there and then, like, ready to hit something if I can see it. It's near me. Yeah. That brings us to the creepers. God dang it! Jeepers, creepers. Creeper. Yeah. Keep thinking that. The first creeper is going to take a five-foot shuffle around that corner of that table, so he's squaring off with Onuris. You already. The second creeper, unbeknownst to any of you except for on yours, ducks his head down, uh-huh. runs under the length of the table. <laughs> <laughs> can I see him under the table? You can make a perception roll. Uh, it's not the best perception roll. 18? 18. You can hear him under there, hmm. uh, but you cannot see him. All right. Can Isra see him if he runs through a threatened range? Uh, he does run through Isra's threat range, but it is total darkness under the table. Does she have scent? Well, so with the scent, she's aware of it, but because of total darkness. Yeah. These things are about to sneak attack the out of me. Uh, oh. This one springs out. The first one's ready to action triggers. So it springs out and stabs at on yours. Actually, the first one's ready to action goes off and stabs at on yours. Oh, no. Uh-oh. And my, uh, my dice rolls continue. That's okay. good. Apparently, I took all of Rick's dice luck today. Yes, excellent. Which is excellent. So that would be a 12. No. Yay! The other one that just sprung up behind you. Uh, it's a vast improvement. Stabs you with the 22. Yep. Rams his blade into your back for nine points of damage. He slips it underneath the edge of your breastplate and slides it between two of your ribs. I will need a fortitude save. Yep, I'm killing these guys. (laughs) I don't think I have anything that's going to help me against that. 19. You feel the sting and then this kind of burning sensation, this black itch, which goes through your back whenever this hits you. Like it's pumping into your bloodstream and just kind of burns and itches beneath the skin. It doesn't seem to immediately affect you. Back itches are the worst. (laughs) Under armor? That sucks. The creature in front of you squeaks, you can join us in the enlightenment. Nah. The one behind you pulling the dagger out of your back just glances up. You cannot stop the butcher prophet. Butcher prophet? Citra. Sierra's like, I think we should kill him. (laughs) <laughs> I'm pretty sure we can stop it. K-Hound! She lights up her Wayfinder. Speaking the she... command word, your Wayfinder bursts into light. Thank and God. I move forward. There will. Into the flanky. You dart into the room, into the flank. And then I stab flanky. his back. It's a standard action to activate a command word device. Yeah. <gasps> but we needed light. That was good. That was important. We need yeah. the light. Yeah, free action. Yeah, if it's we just a word light. to activate, yeah. Okay. Maybe you had to hold it up. You've got to go through a six-second, uh, like, transformation thing where it, like, opens up. Uh, like, an animation that goes. You mean that, I got, like, a, like a Sailor Moon yes. transformation <laughs> thing? No, no, no. But, like, no, <laughs> no. The thing just, like, opens and it's, like, you know, it, like, the, like, rotates the stuff and, like, light powers out. I don't know. It does something You're that, like, frozen takes in that six time. seconds. You do a little dance. Make but you speak up. out the word K-Hound. Citra bursts into the room, flooding the chamber with light. Yay, light. The creatures go... 
<laughs> Take that. Teehee. It's too bright. My eyes. Join us in the enlightenment. Lights in the name, dude. <laughs> From Citra, we cut back around to the top of the initiative. She's like, I'll give you enlightenment. Isra. Yeah, it's just going to bite this thing. Very well. The chair leg's not much getting in her way, so she can just kind of reach out, biting around the edge of the table at this thing. Uh, so we got a little mambo line of uh, Dark Stalker on your Dark Stalker Citra. 13? <laughs> a 13. No, she just gets a mouthful of bandages and rags. And she claws it. There we go. Kind of pulls it back towards her, reaches her claws around the 12. chair leg. 17. Uh, the 17 will hit. Oh! It does something. Not a lot. Four points of damage. She claws into the side of this thing, viciously raking her claws against it. She seems to be somewhat repelled by this creature, mostly because it just reeks. How do they describe it here? Uh, The foul stench of sweat and spoiled food. Gross. Gross. Brush your teeth. Say to a kid, <laughs> put on some deodorant. Stop spraying that axe. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, ain't that the truth? Oh, and hurt. Everything's gone now, and this room is tiny. You just want to land on the table. Is there a piece of furniture in that corner spot he's at? No. There's a whole bunch of ch- chairs and everything around the table. A table filled with half-spoiled food. Okay, because I want him to land on the table next to Sagira and then take a five-foot birdie step so he's standing on the table next to the thing. I don't think you want him to do that. I don't think you want that. Because that keeps Sagira from getting to the thing that's hitting you. Or he could stand in the space next to on yours. I just need him to be... I don't want him to fly over. I want him to, like, land. No, I mean, you could just have him circle around the outside and land on the table. Yay, so birdie. he lands on the table next to Onuris. Very well. Yay, birdie. So the bird banks around the outside of the room, lands on the table. He gets a 21 to bite this Kakaz thing. Kakaz pecks out at one of them. Uh, which one is he attacking? Uh, the one that's in between Citra and Onuris. Okay. For four points of damage. So pecks onto him. Mm-hmm. Peck, 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 peck. Cute. <laughs> he had the high ground, right? From on Hurt, Sudikantar. All right, I got to get this thing to stop uh, flanking. So I'm gonna sidle up next to Citra, um, facing off against one of the uh, the one that basically ran underneath the table. All right. Give it a little non-lethal. You dart around at the Oompa Loompa. Really? Why well, you gotta make a move, man? <laughs> Well, the Oompa Loompas kill the bejesus out of them because they suck. <laughs> They're scary. These are the Oompa Loompas from the like Johnny Depp version. I don't like them. I, uh, <laughs> I really like that actor though. So it makes oh me wait, sad. I'm getting a flank from Unhurt. All right, all right. Am I not? You are in fact Unhurt is small size. Yes. 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 Unhurt does threaten the squares around wow. Unhurt. So that's that, that's a weird hey, sentence. Bird, I never thought thanks. I'd be saying I have a flank with the bird. I often okay. forget that the bird is three feet freaking tall. I know, right? <laughs> Big bird. That's why I asked. I was like, wait a minute, isn't that a small-sized bird? Yes, it is. That, that, that beak will just go peck, peck. Uh, so that's a 22 to hit. A 22 will strike your flank target. I'm non-lethaling. Get As you it. step forward. Sleepy? Yes, nine points of damage. Kick into the side of him as he stumbles with the hit, although he's still standing. That was a bad idea. We should have Blinking gone out down. stars. Your enlightenment is not worth this. The enlightenment is everything. Yeah, you... On yours. You should go back to unwrapped harmony. What is the enlightenment, he says, as he turns around and smacks the <laughs> out of the one that stabbed him in the back. <laughs> Unread Harmony has lost the way. She wants to find a way to preserve us after death, but we have found a way to never die. It's still dying. By yeah. dying. Yeah. It's still dying. Yeah. Okay. But then you're evil. Well, but then you're undead forever, and that's gross. Okay, that so these little the weirdos want to be undead. I'm not non-lethaling. Yeah, no, uh, they want yeah, to be undead. 24. Uh, which one? The flanked one? Yes. See, my worry is that if we kill them, the necromancer dude is going to raise them. They don't takes bring, a they long don't time. They don't, and these don't leave bodies. Oh, right. <laughs> 24 will strike a target. Oh, wow. Max damage, 11. Uh-oh. <laughs> Die. I tried to... Sudi kind of feels bad because he's trying to knock them out, but... Oops. You ram your blade across him. He spits up some blood. You will join us, brother. 
and then topples to the side, staring up at you. Creepy. He gives you a little thumbs up from the ground and then falls unconscious. Weird. Oh, good. He's unconscious. Good. He is unconscious. He's Yay. actually he's actually at zero hit points, but the nine points of non-lethal. He's and I helped. <laughs> so sooty. These things are creepy. I don't like them. They were cute before. Now they're terrifying. These are bad. <laughs> These are Oompa Loompa ones. They're bad. <laughs> <laughs> These are the evil Oompa Loompas. They, they all I, look the exact same because it's a one actor. Am I the Sakura. only one that was not creeped out by Oompa Loompas? Don't like Oompa Loompas. I always found them funny. But. I, the Oompa Loompas don't bother me. I don't understand that either, really. It, no, no. What creeped me out, it, what, the original ones didn't because they were all different people. When it's the same guy, every one, single one of the Oompa Loompas, then it's like, okay, that's creepy. You're like clones of each other. Yeah, that, that really scares annoying. me. I don't like it. I want to um, hop over this table. And then be next to that one. So it'll be a climb check to climb up on top of the table and move across it. It's like a DC five, so I'm pretty sure you're gonna get that no problem. I do it. I get a six. <laughs> wow! Really? I rolled a two. <laughs> yes. So you you almost pull off the uh, the covering for the table, sling yourself up on top, kick cutlery yep. and items everywhere. See what happens is that suddenly she realizes that she's rolling over rotten food, and she goes. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> All right. And angry on her, it squawks and spreads his wings at you as you kick a half-rotted tomato into his side. Sorry. <laughs> and then I hit <laughs> swing swing on this thing with my kopesh. Very well. You heft uh, up Natron's fang. Yep. A 27. So a 27 will hit as you shoulder roll off the top of the table, swing your blade around in a half crouch. I do nine points of damage. Viciously cutting into your foe. That brings us to this dark creeper. Surrender now or prepare to fight? Me, yeah. He will lash out with his blade at... He's going to go for Segura. I did hit him. That's a perfect 20 to hit. Dang, son. Respect. Oh, geez. A 24 to confirm. Dang, son. Yeah. He whips out his blade with a vicious critical hit for... Two points of damage. (laughs) (laughs) Dang. As the small three-inch dagger plunges in and lightly pokes your kidney. It's not even a dagger. That's a shiv. I will need you to make a fortitude save. It's enough to poison you. Uh, not great. That's a number 12. I can't roll above a 10 right now. It's a real problem. That's not fair. I just rolled a 15, but mostly it's been under 10. Did you say you just rolled a 15, but your fortitude save was a 12? No, not on this. Okay, the roll before. I was very confused. <laughs> a hit a minute ago, but mostly it's been under ten. You feel this poison course into your veins. Ah, dang! You feel a sudden spasming shoot up from where he stabbed you, uh, trail up along your side, and you just feel this strength wane from your I'm sword not a fan arm. Of this. You've taken one point of strength damage. At least it's oh. only one, and it's damage. Yeah, you just feel kind of like a shaking. It knocks hand. me out. Actually, it takes me down. I mean, I was like, it knocks you out. Oh, you can't <laughs> take your strength down. I was like, your strength It takes my one. strength down. It doesn't was, take oh, it from okay. a, yeah. She's secretly been down at a one strength this entire time. And not complaining <laughs> like a champ. Every day that I've worn this ring has drained me of a point of strength. <laughs> uh, Following gross. this, it's going to shoot for it. It kind of stabs you in the side, looks around. He must be warned. And then turns, bolting, provoking an attack of opportunity from Monuris on Hurrit and Segura. Not real bright, this one. Well, there's no way he was going to pass that acrobatics check. 16. On yours gets a 17, and on her it gets a 18. Okay, so on her it hits and is the first to hit an initiative order. Heck he does yeah. two points of damage. Very well. On yours then hits. <laughs> God, on yours does 11 points of damage. Good gracious. He goes down. Is he that okay. dead? Uh, he is bleeding out. He does not explode uh, as he just kind of turns, starts to dart, and then just gets pecked on one arm and then sliced across the back as Segura starts to swing and uh, I imagine kind of checks herself. Yeah, I'm like, I said, um, I didn't know we were expecting them to explode. But second of all, <laughs> well, they don't explode. They just I know, but he keeps saying they don't. No, they, like, they explode. Oh, they explode. They literally explode. Oh. Well, then that was but even he better that explode. I was non lethal. He does not because he has not bled out. He is not dead. He's just in the negatives. So he is bleeding out. Step away. He's not dead. He's just unconscious. Step away or stabilize. Anyone I'm going to step like- away and drink an antitoxin because my life is hard. Okay. So Citra does anything. Everyone's going to get an action. So Sagira's going to drink an antitoxin on her turn. Sudi, are you? Uh, 
Nah, I mean, City will move into like the middle of the room, like where all the other points of entry into this room that aren't boarded up are, and just uh, keep an eye out for if anybody else comes to investigate why suddenly there was like the enlightenment cannot be stopped. <laughs> like, gurgling sounds. Little people come running in from all the rooms. The enlightenment, and then tackle you. <laughs> I guess Iris I would... gets a 23 to stabilize this guy just so he doesn't explode. Okay. That's where I'm uh, at right now. Go ahead and give me a, a fortitude save from Segura. You get your bonus for drinking the antitoxin, which I think is a plus five. Yeah. I needed that because I rolled bad. So 18. Garbage that's, rolls. That's Garbage rolls. No, you're good. You, you think you've kind of fought it off, whatever right, that cool. was. There's still a tremble in your sword arm mm. kind of sapping you of your strength. Citra, what are you doing in the meantime? Uh, Citra is breaking the window. Oh, mm, let nice. in more light. All right. So you go over, kick out the window, or smash it out, however you want to pick up a chair and shatter it, however you want to do. Sure. <laughs> well, we're just making a lot of noise at this point. Good. I'm pretty sure we've already us. made noise. You kicked a door in. Yeah, you did kick a door in. I did do that, didn't I? Yes, yes, you did. <laughs> to be honest, I didn't think it was going to work, so that was yeah. nice. <laughs> You shatter out the window. Light floods in. Onuris takes a second to stabilize this one. He's now stable, but unconscious. The other two are just flat out unconscious. We just tie him up. Yeah, if you want to. Yeah. Because I kind of get the, like, Sudi kind of gets the impression that, like, these feel kind of like just guys that... Gullible. Yeah, they're really gullible and naive more than, like, necessarily malicious. Like, even though they just steal, like, try to poison people. I don't know. There's a lot of this group just connecting with the underdog. We, we do very I'm sitting, much do I'm that. sitting over here like they backstab someone with poison. They poison me and they want to become undead. There is nothing redeemable about these idiots. Well, that's just it, is they're idiots. Yes, yeah. but do you think that Unwrapped Harmony is going to like reconvert them? We don't I know don't their know. Laws. Sudi's all about the redemption, though, because he got a redemption arc, so he wants other people to get their we'll chance to redemption We'll return them to arc. her, and if she sees fit to execute them, that's her people and her laws. I actually like what he's saying. That also makes sense. Why is execution always the end game? You grew up in Osiria, and you should be. I know. That doesn't mean Citra has to like it. Citra's a reformer. Uh, I will actually let anyone that has knowledge local go ahead and roll that for me real quick. I do not. Oh, okay, finally a good roll. Um, it's always when it's not in combat. 26, yeah. Since you're gonna 22. Nice. Uh, you would know one thing that may apply to this. The dark creepers, which are what these are, treat their tall life masters, the dark stalkers, as almost like gods, presenting them with offerings and obeying their every whim. Invariably, several dark stalkers serve as leaders of dark creeper tribes, with all the tribe's heavy work and labor falling onto the diminutive shoulders of the creepers freeing the Dark Stalkers for their own decadent pleasures, usually. The Dark Creepers themselves see no inherent imbalance in this arrangement. To a Dark Creeper, a life of servitude to a Dark Stalker is a life fulfilled. If you effectively removed its leader, it would then seek out another leader and then embrace their belief system again. Okay. Uh, now I feel even worse for these guys. They're kind of, just to continue our, uh, our Harry Potter references and everything, they're basically like house elves. Somebody needs to give those guys a sock. I know. <laughs> <laughs> This one you got Citra creeper. over here being all Hermione trying to freak now, now I'm sitting Spew. here going, man, we, you know what? We didn't ask a single one of these these creepers their names. Do they even have names? No. Probably not. Uh, society for the protection of... Elfish welfare? Yep. Yeah, but they're not elves. So Dark folk welfare. Huh? Dark creeper. Creeper welfare. Creeper welfare. Spequeue. Spequa. 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 Yes. Sounds like some sort of French dessert. It's very weird. Spequa. Spequa. Which direction did that little guy seem like he wanted to go in? Uh, he looked like he was running towards the open archway. Let's go uh, that way then. Yeah, let's go that way. Past Segura. You can search them if you so wish. Yeah, they have sure. a dagger. Yeah, I figured. We should take those so that they don't have them. So three small uh, daggers. They're, they're not wearing any armor. However, they do have so many layers of rags covering their bodies that it's effectively making a stinky rag, filthy armor across Gross. them. They can keep that. Yeah, they can definitely wear that. If they so desire. We take their dagger so they can't use them to escape. Yeah. Because they're wiggly. Uh, I'll also let anyone that wishes to make me a perception roll. Is a sight based? To notice the other ones about to creep up and sneak attack is in the back. Mm. Not one for a 12. Another perfect Can on her make us... You stole my luck! Minus four because it's sight based. <laughs> 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 
And on her, it makes us check, especially since he can now speak to on yours. Uh, sure. 29. Wait. Yeah, that's right. Okay. 29 for Sudi. Jeez. Plus 13 perception. That is yeah, nice. boy. Wisdom. That's why that minus yeah. four is really annoying to me because I'm like, that would have been a 33. Citric got a 24. Okay. On yours gets a 19, but on her it gets a 28. Uh, the 24 and the 29 uh, and the 28 would all succeed. Mm. Shigeru's tying the rope. It appears other than just eating here and gathering here, and from what both Citra and Segura know of the Dark Folk Society, beyond just having their food here, this also seems to have been where the Dark Creepers were bringing their tithing, their sacrifices. Mm. Sitting upon the table, you find, there are several pieces of gold, silver, silver, and lapis lazuli jewelry scattered across this table. None of this appears to be ancient. All this looks like it was probably stolen from the city of the living. Well, we know they creep over there. Uh, regardless, <laughs> there's 500 gold worth of jewelry wow. scattered hey. across this table. I'll take that. Finders, keepers. Yeah, that's what you can collect from across the table as you pick up the various items. Okay. Weird. Making your way down the path to the left... You enter into a winding hallway. A single door stands off towards your left-hand side. This should lead to a room somewhere along the outside edge of the building. And the hallway then continues in a spiral snaking pattern, making its way deeper into the stru structure, although you can't see more than 15 feet at a time down that passage. Well, that's the way the dark creeper was headed, so let's go that way. Yep. Oh, and I've got my wayfinder on. Cool. I pull my ever-burning torch also for extra light. Do you cool. want to check the door before you go past it, or are you continuing on? Uh, no, we should still check the door. So we're just going to clear this place out. Yeah. In this room, you find an egg cake. Whoops, close the door. Yeah, exactly. Opening this door, you would find... A bunch of lesser restores and healing. <laughs> and a cleric. A, possibly a, a removed curse. A potion, Look at that. curse. Look at that. <laughs> the cure for mummy rot. Everything you ever needed. No, it is not everything you ever need. Opening the door to this chamber, you would see... This probably at one point or another was a bedroom. Uh, whatever furniture was once used in here seems to have been probably broken down. What little of it remained used to probably board up the surrounding windows. In its place, you see a quartet of sarcophagi. Weird. What? Are they open? Like mummy uh, These are all open, and oh. there's nothing inside of them as you make your way forward and oh. glance them over. So it happened to be like small size, maybe? No, they're medium size. Yeah. I'm oh, glad no. that they're empty, because otherwise we'd have a bunch of mummies attacking us right now. <laughs> but yeah. A single the table sits off towards the right-hand side with a scattering what appear to be crossbow bolts across it. That's huh. weird. Is there anything oh, what, special what, about sorry? them? Crossbow bolts. You may make an appraise if you so wish. Uh, I get a 16. 16? None of them are any form of unique element. None of them are silver. None of them are cold iron or anything like that. Mm. However, four of them seem to be etched with markings across their surface. Hmm. Magic. I'll detect I'll magic. Detecting magic. Look, these are weird. <laughs> shove them in the space. I shove them in uh, All space. four of them detect as magical. They generate a faint aura of necromancy. Oh, gosh. 22. No, actually, I apologize. Uh, it is a faint enchantment. These screaming bolts are screaming bolts. Oh, oh nice! Where each of these plus two bolts scream when fired, forcing all enemies of the wielder within twenty feet of the path of the bolt to succeed on a will save or become shaken. Cool. This is a mind affecting a fear effect. How many of them are there? Four. There are four. Yeah. Nice. If they were like undead bane or something, I was gonna do like a. I'll hang on to these. How much are they a piece? Two hundred sixty-seven. Then I can do combat, whatever, to like get that feat that lets you attack with an improvised yeah. weapon. And then I would just stab people with them. There's no other exits from this room? No, there are no further exits. All right, then I guess we'll start heading down that hallway that the little one was trying to run down. Mm -hmm. You wind down a long hallway. Once you finish the S-curve of this hallway, the hallway stretches almost the full length of this building. At one point, this place would have probably been very pleasant. The stone floors were probably in the past covered with some form of carpeting. The wall along your left-hand side, which is the outside wall, is covered with window after window after window. This place in its day was probably bright and airy. Should we shatter some of these windows? Yeah. Uh, do we want to continue making noise? Well, it's more of a, if we have to run back through here, at least there will be light, which uh, bothers them. Mm -hmm. It's fair. Yeah, we're 
work if you. So smash out a couple windows. Yeah. Okay. You can take out a couple minutes to I shatter mean, out some of these windows. We're not that you're sneaking. Making you pass five doors along your right-hand side. Opening these, you would find that each of these rooms appear to just be derelict and empty. At one point, these probably contained bodies when this place was turned into a tomb by the Church of Phrasma. Mm-hmm. They probably got up and walked away when the pulse was started. Yep. Uh, they, they marked on the front doors usually like how many dead were in here, right? Did we see any in mark many like cases that? They, in many cases, they did. You didn't see one here. Okay. So you don't know if they laid a stone down or hmm. if it was just barricaded over whatever they reinforced the front door. That's possible, yeah. Eventually, this long hallway turns back to the right and takes you to a single door. Does Sudi want to kick this one open too? Go on. Go on. Sudi kicks the door down. Very well. Sudi triggers the trap. Oh, wait. (laughs) It's too late. Sudi's already doing it. No, I'm going to check for traps. I always check for traps. I'm going to check for traps first. You don't immediately see any traps. You have traps, Mm yes? No, you don't immediately see any traps. It looks clear. Sudi gives it an eye, kicks out, gets an eight. Okay. Nothing happens. You <laughs> viciously your stub your toe no. into this door. <laughs> Citra and Segura. So he's like, so he's like, all right, I'm super confident. All right, guys, I think I'm back to normal. No, <laughs> I like your to, size. I like to think that you like were caught off guard by the idea of traps and that like faltered. You should try again. Possibly also that uh, trying again. However, I get a twenty. Twenty. You slam into this door. It is heavily reinforced. Um, It shudders under the impact, but it holds. Huh. Wow. All right. I'll help you. Let's do it together. Uh, The hallway is only four feet wide. Crud. Mm. All right. Take 20. Even if I I took 20, uh, I would get 23. So I don't think that's... I will let Citra make a perception roll if she so wishes. It's probably locked. To notice it's locked, yeah. Oh, we didn't even check for that, did we? (laughs) No, you didn't. (laughs) I checked for traps. I get a... It's not trapped, guys. 26. Uh, it is locked. I'm gonna unlock it real quick. You're the worst rogue ever. <laughs> How do you know it's locked? You just wanted to kick the door down. Shush. You unlock this to door so I can kick it open. You didn't ask me to How about you go unlock it then? Have at it. Anuris leans up against the wall and sighs. <laughs> so he just kind of looks at them and goes, Sorry. Sagira goes blank face and frickin' whatever her name is goes, I once dated a boy who lived here and this is where I got my wedding dress made. Don't you get started. <laughs> All right. Uh, Onuris falls through one of those rotating walls. Oh, we don't notice. Where'd Onuris go? It's like, guys. Taking 10, I get a 23 to unlock it. The guy on the other side of the door is like, the f*** is going on in the a hallway. 23 does not succeed. What? The wizard on the other side of the door is like, let me prepare. How about <laughs> a 29? <laughs> With a 29. It's okay. I'm going to wreck his day because the second we see him, I'm casting daylight. Nice. I love and it. And then you're going to sneak attack the crap out of him while he's blind. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm really excited about this whole proposition. <laughs> I have one more uh, vengeance strike or whatever. I will let everyone make a perception roll. To right hear the this. wizard on the other side of the door spell casting. casting everything. Man, I can't roll. Uh, meh. 17. Uh, 31. 22. Onuris gets a 29, which is the best Onuris can do. Woohoo, perfect 20. <laughs> From the other side of the door, as you begin picking this, as the rest of you just kind of stand around and ready to anticipation, you don't hear a wizard spell casting. You do hear low prayers. Oh, he's a cleric. To set. Mm. Lord of the Dark Desert. Slayer of Osiris. Osiris. <laughs> you hear him calling upon his aid. The entropic power oh, of so destruction. so he's an oracle or a cleric it's or time to, We knew he was an oracle. Yeah. It's time he's to take this guy down. You throw open the door. He's going I to imagine, do a bad as thing. you successfully pick this lock. Toss it open. Sudi flying kicks through it. Yeah. The but door... He's, he's like joke kicking. He's like, yeah, I did it, everyone. I guess... Citra quickly rushing back to the back of the line. I know, do like a the drop and roll. Forward. Drop and roll back. Is Sagira Sudi taking point? Uh, it would be Sagira. It's usually me, yeah. Yeah. Sagira pushes past, throws open the door, not bothering to kick it. You are immediately hit in the face with a sour musk. Oh. Which yeah. dominates Smells. this room. That Dude, it's gross. called a bath. It's this overpowering smell of ash from the hearth of a large kitchen converted into a laboratory and a makeshift surgery. Gross. Two sets of doors exit off towards your left-hand side, with an additional set of double doors 
off towards your right-hand side leading from this room. And another door mirrors this one on the far side of the chamber. The hearth sits off towards your left-hand side, filled with ash, although currently silent and dead. The two tables in this room are covered with a variety of just horrid filth. A small creature, perhaps four feet in height, stands over the restrained and unconscious form of a dark creeper tied to one of the tables, an obsidian scalpel in one hand. Three other converts stand in this room, horrible, wretched, stinking things in a semicircle around with this creature standing on one side and then the other one standing at the cardinal points at the head of the table, at the other side of the table, at the foot of the table, all of them chanting in low Osiriani. The creature turns towards you in low Osiriani. Welcome to my temple. I am pleased at the arrival of new converts. He glances over his shoulder towards the other horrendous, reeking, but still rag-covered and wrapped dark folk figures. Restrain our guests and prepare them for enlightenment. You guys hate the light. This makes no sense. Pick a better word. No, thank you. On yours, cast daylight. (laughs) (laughs) I figure uh, Citra kind of holds up her symbol to Osiris and be like, not here. The Lord of Resurrection has no power in the house of Set. Osiris's power lies in the river. This is a place of necromatic storm. We're about to death. prove you wrong. Try. And Eurus, go! <laughs> Get him on, Eurus! <laughs> Wait, you had the daylight thing! I just was like, I tried to do it and you told me to stop. And we will pick it up here. Next time. Dang. I don't know. Citra How dare you like say bad things people. about my god? Well, he's like trash talking her god. Yeah, I don't know that. She has a problem with Seth. Uh,